I just got stuck in a bogey train. Oh, let's go. It's good to be back. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the bogey train. It has been way too long. Oh, my goodness. It's been over a week. It's feeling it's feeling good to be back. Um, again, your host Nick here, along with we got Jangs, we got Noah J. Feeling pretty mid today, apparently. It's and, I am uh, feeling excited. I am so excited to be back recording another episode. Gosh, yeah, it just it just feels good to be back. For those who don't know, I was uh, out of the country uh, last week, so didn't get one uploaded and then didn't have time to record another one so we basically missed off on two weeks but but we're back we didn't just drop it like last time which uh that's on noah nick, and, nick uh, I, I think i speak for the fans when i say we would love to get a quick honeymoon recap okay well imagine you play any golf that's question one no True. i didn't oh know. no no, we did see though there wasn't too far away from where we landed. Actually, is where they do have a PGA Tour event. Uh, it's not a big one, but it's the Corrales Punta Cana. Um, I think Chad Ramey won it this year. It's at the end of March. It's like opposite the match play. I think. No, that's um, why I've never heard of it. Yeah. Um, so s- the airport was pretty close to that course. I saw it from above as we took off when we left. Um, but didn't play any golf, just had a lot of drinks. Uh, my first time, have you, either of you ever had a banana mama? A no. banana or a Bahama? Banana mama. No, I never I've had. Had a, I've had a banana and I've had a mama, but never together. It, yeah, it was insane. Super good drink. Um, the food was awesome. And uh, yeah, it, all, awesome. It, it was my first experience of an all-inclusive resort down in the, the Dominican Republic. And uh hmm. Man, it was it was something else. It was a good time. I'm but, happy for you, Nick. I'm yeah, it sounded you. like it looked like a lot of fun. Thank you. you know, a little bit of you guys is a little bit of sunburn. I kind of wish but, I would have been there too, but it probably would have been awkward if I was there too. So it was. Uh, no, there was a there was a there was a couch in the room too. I mean, not a very comfortable one, but I all right. Well, next time you guys we had, do that, I'll be there. We had one of the best rooms on the resort, I think. Uh, we had a private pool. Really? We had right. a private, like, Ooh. cabana bed. And we had an ocean wow. view from our room. So it was You like, know, I was keeping up with your, your posts and your stories and stuff like that. I was surprised that your wife didn't get a little bit more sunburnt. Well, you see, yeah, me too. But the thing is, it actually was cloudy and rained a lot. So that is why. Mm. Like, the two days that it was really sunny, we both got fried. But... Um, if it would have been sunny all the way through, um, I don't know. She, I don't know what condition she'd be in right now, <laughs> frankly. Uh, but so maybe it was a blessing in disguise that it, there was some clouds and some rain. But apparently, going to the Dominican Republic in what's like low key still hurricane season is not the greatest uh, idea. And Jade's got the Crown whiskey lemonade going right now. Jeez, he really is excited for this. Getting a little frisky. I'm pumped. The frisky lemonade, that's what they should frisky call it. Frisky lemonade. But yeah, honeymoon was great. And uh yeah, we're back and uh getting back to the grind, I guess. So time to talk a little bit of golf. Yeah, what are you guys up to? Phenomenal. Quick quick recap the last couple of weeks for you guys. Um John, you wanna go first? Yeah, okay. Um, let's see. 
I had back-to-back-to-back tournament golf days, followed by a week of school, followed by flew home to Minneapolis, went to a wedding, saw the nephew, saw a bunch of family friends, and flew back. Dang. That kind of doesn't sound so bad. It It was phenomenal. So really what, cool, cool. what was the tournament golf? What was that? Was it for the club team? It was a, yeah, it was a club golf tournament in South Atlanta. Was it just like straight up stroke play or what? Yeah. You play two days stroke play. You play eight guys to score your top five. What'd you shoot? We were playing against, I shot 75, 76. Okay. We're was playing against to... like Alabama, Georgia tech. Their it was, club a, it was a pretty easy course. How was the uh, how was the yeah, putter? Yeah, their their club teams. Obviously. Yeah, how was the putter? The putter was. Uh, I don't really want to talk about how well, how the All putter right. was. All right. But but everything else was really good. Well, that's good. Um. Yeah, it was sweet. It was some random public course in the middle of South Atlanta, in the what's, hood. Had a great time. What's the weather like down there right now? Like, I, I feel like it was a little bit cool when we got, yeah, when, we we, la- when we landed there. We laid over we, in Atlanta on the way back. We had a chill spell. That's right. I saw you. You were in the airport like a day after I was. Atlanta airport, shout out. Pretty solid airport overall. Massive airport. Like a, yep. Did you take the plane I'd train? Give a, I'd probably give like an eight out of 10. So I have no idea what I'm doing in the airport, right? When I got back, I like jumped on the train and then rode it and like thought I missed my exit. So I hopped off. And then I walked for like 10 minutes, got back on the train, right? Rode the train again for another exit. And then I hopped off and boom, I'm at the baggage claim. So yeah, that's a, well that's a, ends well. Some of those massive airports can be uh, a little bit tough to navigate, especially yeah. when we had to, we had to go through customs too. That was, but we must've hit it at a good time Sunday evening because there, the, there was like no line. Cause I've, I've heard of people saying that like customs in Atlanta is like, terrible but it was it was really quick for yeah. us so but it wasn't so bad I believe it. but it was uh yeah overall yeah. pretty smooth that that definitely bumped my score down definitely bumped my airport score down from like an eight to probably a seven and a half but was overall impressed with the hardsfield jackson airport in atlanta and uh um, but but club golf i was just gonna say we uh ran into or our pilots in line to get food while we were waiting for the for our flight up to uh, South Dakota no when way. we when we laid off and or uh, when we laid over and so uh, my wife Rachel she is she just like starts chatting with them and realizes that they're the pilots for the flight we're about to take just like getting, get, getting a burrito and uh, so then That's when we got on so then when we got on the plane they let us sit in the cockpit it's kind of nice That's sweet I saw that, that was picture cool. I thought yeah. I thought that was like something like in the airport. I didn't know that was the actual plane. Yeah, no, that, that was were... our that was our plane. Yeah, I That's wasn't so sure cool. if you like broke into the cockpit. I wasn't sure if Bato was your pilot. And, yeah, you know, I didn't you know if you were hijacking it. Yeah. I wasn't sure if he gave you a private flight to and from the Dominican. So yeah, that was uh, that was pretty <laughs> cool. Also, low key uh, pilot chairs, comfortable. I believe those, it. those were nice. Office and, chairs uh, on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah those were nice those those, are, those were not those were not uh coach those guys are sitting down all the time well so what i've been up to since we kind of well i saw I, I saw another trivia dub i saw yeah, that another trivia got a trivia dub last night let's first, go first let's one go in a while Jags, come on you know we we went really hot on the history and sports that's what we're really good at as a team good. so did well there um otherwise you know just been 
loving the day job, teaching the youth of America. You know, shout out. Nice. Uh, he he listens. He's been listening in class a couple of days. Noah, shout out Noah. Somehow found it. Started listening. Uh, he does have a message. This for is you, one OJ. of your students. One of my students. Yeah. Does have a I, message for you, OJ. Okay. And that is, let's hear it. Let's uh, it hear is, it. Uh, fix your darn microphone. Ah, that's he tough. Does, no, he does not tell, like the microphone. Tell, Tell him I have a nice microphone and I like oh, my microphone and I, I told don't him, need a new microphone. I told him that you found the nice microphone underneath your bed and then couldn't figure out how to work it. Tell them that if he buys me a microphone, I'll think about using it. We could be sponsored by his uh, family's company. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, I appreciate this, this Noah. Uh, thanks for listening. And also I am in full agreement that uh, Noah J needs to fix his uh, situation. Okay. It's okay. really, at least we can hear you this time. It's, yeah. it, it could be worse, but, um, you know, live, live from the interstate. Let's just, let's be professional, huh? Let, tell him, tell him that life isn't perfect. And when life hands you lemons, then you have to figure out something to do with them. And he's learning a valuable life lesson by listening to this podcast. No, it's like, so it's like, he should be, no, he should what be you and your really. microphone situation is like, you're trying to make lemonade and you have lemons and water and sugar over here, but you're preferring to use like, um, onions. That's what well, the situation is juice. like. Maybe I think it tastes better that way. Okay. But no one else thinks that. And when it comes to they, the lemonade you're know? making, all that matters is how it feels to other people's ears. Maybe you're making like prison lemonade it. in the prison toilet right now. And I think people in prison can all unanimously agree that they like that stuff and are grateful for it. <laughs> oh, man. Anything oh, else man. from the past couple of weeks? No, We're just, pretty much just, done playing golf up here. Yeah. Which is you know, there was a, it was a nice weekend last weekend to get out, and I just – we. It was our first weekend of really relaxation. We've been kind of go, go, go yeah. this entire month. So it was nice to just relax. It is simulator league starts up on Wednesday. So oh, dude, going to be in the sim, <laughs> working on the swing over the winter. Lydia just go. gave me the thumbs, thumbs down. She's not excited. but uh, that's, yeah. I remember those Hamlet Chargers, days. You know, big game, big game tonight. They're playing in wall. Hey. Chance to go to the dome. So... Oh, semifinals football semifinals chance to go to the let's dome go. game should be starting here i think it's either in five minutes or an hour and five minutes i don't know it's in the wall. chargers it's in wall yeah is that is that the the field that's oh, right game along starts the interstate? In five minutes yeah the one that's the nice turf field right along the interstate okay all right yeah school chargers all right let's go. shout out shout school out chargers. to hamlin shout out to Hamlin. yeah let's let's get it done boys let's go gosh um anything else before we jump into it i think we jump into it Okay, well, sounds good. Just, I guess, so we missed uh, recapping the last couple events. So um, just quick, uh, the CJ Cup, I think, I don't think we uh, had an episode going over that one. I think our most recent one was the Zozo. Is that correct? Yeah, the Yo-Yo. We talked, yeah, our last episode we talked is Ricky back, so. Okay. Yeah, it's been a while, geez. Um, The CJ Cup, uh, Rory won, I can't remember who got second. Was it Kurt Kitayama or John Rahm? It was one of those two. I will pull up the leaderboard here quick. Been so but long. Uh, Rory took the dub there for back-to-back CJ Cups at different courses, which is an interesting, uh, you know, winning the same tournament back-to-back years at different courses, though. Congaree so, uh, this year. Yeah, at Congaree. And he moved to number one in the world. So 
I mean, that was uh, it doesn't surprise me. He has played insane golf this year. And uh, it was just, you know, too bad he didn't end up, uh, you know, grabbing a major because he played well in all of them. But the golf he played this year was it has to be the best he's played in his career overall. Just the whole year sustained great golf and uh, he's putting well. Obviously, he's driving it well, better than probably anyone on planet Earth. And uh, yeah, he improved dramatically with his wedge game. So I think that's what kind of led to starting around the time of Augusta, him uh, starting to turn it on and play really well. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to see Rory back. You know, he was contending in majors this year, uh, you know, had a chance at the open, wasn't able to close it out. But, you know, it's, it's good to see him, you know, back towards the top of the leaderboard. You know, he's won. What did he win this year? Like three, four tournaments? Uh, or am I giving him too much I credit? know he won. Well, it depends if you're talking about tw- 2022 calendar year or the 2022 season. calendar year. So I think his first win of the calendar year was the Canadian. In, was that it? Uh, in June, because he won. So the 2021 CJ Cup was part of this past season. Um, so he won that. What else did he win? Um, did he win a playoff event other than well, he, he won the, the, f- the tour the championship? championship? Um, and you know, before anyone says, uh, that it was, oh, well, it, you know, it's a handicap tournament. Well, yes, you're right. But he also, if it was straight up stroke play, he would have won the event too. So, um, end up winning the FedEx cup. Am I forgetting an event that Rory won this year? Uh, if you're forgetting one, I'm forgetting it as well. Oh, let's see. But, yeah, the, the CJ Cup leaderboard, Rory McIlroy, first place. Uh, Kurt Kitayama was second. KH Lee, third. Tommy Fleetwood, John Rahm, tied for fourth. It was honestly a pretty good, a pretty darn good event for yeah. the up for the European Ryder Cup team. Yeah, you had a lot of, you know, uh Matt Fitzpatrick was up there, Tyrrell Hatton was up there. Uh Victor Hovland shot 7 under, Mito Pereira, we don't talk about him. Shane Lowry <laughs> um you know 6 under. Uh Ricky, you know, last episode we did talk is Ricky back 4 under. Uh, he had a really weird, so his first round, I think he shot three over. It was statistically, I think like the second or third worst putting round of his entire career. And for the week, it ended up being his worst putting week of his career. Yeah. He went he, seven, he, he, he was like minus 66. He was like minus eight strokes putting or something. 74, 66, 73, 67. Yeah. So there's some good golf in there, but he, he definitely needs to figure it out on the greens. I think yeah. he's still hitting it pretty good, but. Yeah, he, I didn't really watch a lot of it. Who was the uh, who was the guy that we were betting on, saying to throw your money on him? Oh, so I said Rory to win, and I said Taylor Montgomery for a top ten, and he finished thirteenth. So oh, so we almost we almost covered it there. I know because I was um, I was fe- I was feeling really down about it, but he had like a final round sixty two or something. To yeah, almost... it was a, almost a backdoor because he's playing bad sixty nine seventy one seventy three. He's even yeah. through the first three days, then throws a sixty two down. Um, yeah. To finish T13. Okay. Yeah, so he didn't have any – Rory didn't have any wins between the Canadian and the Tour Championship, it looks like. Oh, so but it was not really a big winning season for him. 
No, but he was in the top three basically every time he played. So, also, I am not sure where Noah J went. Yeah, I see we just lost John. Uh, that's all right. I think we could keep this going. Yeah. He'll jump back in whenever he jumps back in. So, it kind of just seems like classic <clears throat> Noah. Am I right? Yeah, just, you know, disappear, show up whenever you want. I mean, the one podcast you showed up an hour and 15 minutes late. Yep. So... Um, he just kind of uh, pops in whenever he feels like it. Is it worth uh, anything else from that two weekends ago or whenever that was? No, I got nothing else from the uh, the CJ. Yeah, I don't even remember what happened on the European tour that week. Apologies to the DP World Tour. Uh, it looks like Darth Vader is back in the waiting room. Oh. And... So yeah, uh, this past weekend, the uh, Butterfield Butterfield Bermuda Championship. Um, I don't think that should even exist, frankly. The, the I can't believe it's not Butterfield. The I can't believe it's a PGA Tour event. Hey, uh, come on now, Seamus Power, you got to give him some respect. Okay, it's still, uh, I didn't watch the golf on Sunday, but uh, did you? Did you follow it at all? No, I I did not. Basically. So it was him and Ben Griffin in contention and the whole, the whole back nine was between them just seeing who wanted to lose the most, like from holes, like 12 on, I think Seamus, I think Seamus bogeyed four of his last six and Ben Griffin starting on hole 12. I think he went bogey, 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 double or something. Yeah. And Seamus uh, and uh, Thomas Dietrich, is that his name? Thomas Dietrich from uh, Belgium. Yeah, Thomas, Thomas Dietrich. Yep. He uh, he finished like I think he holed out for eagle on the last hole to get in at was it like eighteen or nineteen? Uh, he made birdie on the oh, last. Oh, he holed out anyway. He holed out on the last hole, and yeah. he finished like multiple hours ahead. And then these guys just like backed up, and he nearly ended up in a in a playoff. But um, so it wasn't. Uh, there was some pretty bad golf played it played down the stretch, and uh, but the field was abysmal. That hey, was. Come on. There's some big names. Aaron Baddeley, David Lingmurth, Nick Watney. An absolutely ben, ben abysmal on, field. Akshay, uh, Richie Wierenski. I mean, I I'm can keep listening. Soon you'll know. Soon you'll know, baby. CT Panos in the field. Russell Knox. Camille Vajegas. I mean, there's that some was, big names that were big if this was, that was in 2011. Truly, that was truly an awful field. Ooh, did, you see we, the, did you see the guy? Oh, I forgot his name. Uh, go down all the way to the, go down all the way to the bottom of the leaderboard. Okay. Dude, what was his name? Swan Kim or something. Oh, uh, before I get to that, Lucas Glover, you know, hope he's doing okay. One under <laughs> for the tournament. Uh, bottom of the leaderboard, Kim Swan. Oh, okay, Kim, Kim. Yeah. So apparently this guy, he's a local guy from Bermuda. <laughs> And he's a 65-year-old. I think he's like a teaching pro or something. But first round, he was averaging 217 off the tee. And uh, I think he shot either 81 or – he shot 81, 89. I don't know what order. But for the 89, 81. Yeah, for his for his uh, two rounds, he was averaging 224 off the tee. Dude, it's his, like, his, what are we doing? What are we doing giving spots in, P, in PGA Tour events? to Like, what is this? You know? His, picture on the pj tour website it looks like he is a a a 65 year old 
Ricky Fowler. Like he's wearing the Puma hat. He's got the Puma shirt on and he's really? just a 65 year old. No man. way. <laughs> no way. Um, another one, you know, there were some high rounds, Caleb Surratt, an amateur 71, 64, the first two rounds, 65 in round four, uh, 85 in round three. Well, the wind, I know the last two rounds, the wind was up like crazy. He made a 12 in round three. Let's see 12. this. So shot one from the tee box, shot two penalty, shot three from tee box, shot so four it's, primary. So it's one box. of those courses, you know, it's, it's Bermuda, so out in the middle of the Atlantic. And he, uh, I'm not finding this picture, by the way. Um, Are you on the PGA Tour website? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> click on it. Yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> what a legend. Um, yeah, driving distance, 224.8. That's that's solid. It's like, I mean, um, that would be like Stu playing in that event. So it's just one of those courses that, like, if there's not wind, there's no defense. They're going to go, like, 30 under. But when it is windy, it's just, like, it's really difficult. So yeah. a couple of the rounds were, you know, pretty tough. But um, I don't think we need to. Okay, good for Seamus Power. You know, he won the event. But I don't know that there's any anything else that needs to be said in regards might, to the Might lock him up for Ryder Cup spot. Nah, eh, we'll see. We'll see, but I think uh, I think we'd be doing a disservice to everyone involved if we said anything more on the Butterfield Bermuda yeah. Championship. I, I do I do want to kick it over to John. John, you hear us? You're all right over there. Yeah, John. Yeah, I, uh, I believe last weekend was the Live Championship. What do you do? You have any uh, any recap for us here? Last week was the match play final, the end of the first ever Live Golf season one, right? The culmination of this season of top caliber golf from start to finish. And I watched zero minutes of the final event. So Who, who ended up winning? Wasn't it DJ's I, team that won? I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I feel like I heard DJ's team won. Uh, and I did see, you know, big news oh, in, man. in the live sphere. Uh, DJ's team made some moves already in this offseason. I know we can get to that. We can get to that. But I just have to highlight the fact that Noah, you're like this massive live fan. And it's the, it's literally the team championship. This is like the super bowl of live. And, yeah, it, okay. and you couldn't even be bothered to watch. It's, what does that look, say? What does look, that okay, say? Okay. To be fair, to be fair, I was back home at a wedding at a hospital seeing like all my friends. So I didn't have a whole lot of free time. It's, yeah, but one of one of the one of the things is that live is on YouTube, right? So can't you just go and like watch it on your right. own time? I mean, I that's that's a fair point. I definitely can. It would be like Noah if you were uh, alive during the old Dolphins days and you watched them yeah, the win Dan, their first the thirteen days. games. Yeah, and then here comes the Super Bowl chance to go fourteen and zero, and then you just don't watch mm-hmm. the game. Yeah, well, honestly, the Super Bowl is kind of overrated, so. Jeez. Um, but uh I mean, okay, I guess overall it doesn't surprise me that much. Like Noah, you I know you like golf, you're into golf, you play golf, but you've never really been the biggest golf fan I've ever met. So yeah. like you, you didn't watch a lot of golf before I like, live. I like golf for other reasons. But yeah. So I mean the team championship, I didn't watch any of it. First of all, I didn't have time. Like I was, you know. Yeah, you were preoccupied. Yeah, I was. Like, Doing I, what, Nick? 
being on vacation. Okay. Okay. And uh, I heard, I heard some of the match play stuff was like pretty good, like legitimately exciting. It's like the first couple of rounds. I can't remember the exact format. So they would, so there were teams that would go against each other. So it would be like yep. the four aces versus, I don't know yep. who they played like the iron heads or something stupid. And uh, smash. Easy. It would be, th- there would be three matches between the two teams. There would be two yep. singles matches and then one alternate shot. Alternate, alternate. Yep. So I heard some of that was like really like, I guess somewhat of an exciting watch. And then the final round, they went to stroke play for the, Final okay. was it three teams or I didn't four know teams that. that were the final round I, they went stroke play and everyone's probably, probably round four. counted. I don't even know. But yeah, I hate that I'm even That's interesting. I kinda thought they would would have done match play all the way through. Yeah, it, I didn't I don't know how I it's kinda it's kinda it, weird. So Yep, and yeah. you are right, uh Jangs, that uh the four aces did win. Um yeah, I think uh, I think Cam Smith's team got second. The team punch or punch GC or whatever. Yep. And yep. third, punch I think GC. third was Kepka's team. Smash. Smash. I think the Kepka's and U line, and I don't know who's the fourth player on that team, but I think that's how it finished. But I really don't care. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you can uh, you can go into that. Uh, live off season uh off season moves yeah only two days after the championship you know you already got moves uh four aces captain dustin johnson has moved taylor gooch to the niblicks which is captained by bubba watson and then yeah, bubba. peter peter uline uh to be their fourth for next season it sounds like so already some big roster moves some shakeups. so you know <laughs> Here's the thing with this stuff. So is that really DJ's decision? Yeah, he's the captain. Why would why pick. would DJ move Gooch off? Is like Gooch is like one of the top six yeah, players in all of Liv. Pat Perez. So I have a hard time. I wonder if they got like thinking that these are like, like maybe they have a salary cap. And I also think. the fact that there's no context and like we don't know how any of this works. Like, is it just completely arbitrary? Anyone can move at any time, or like, are there real contracts or like? Like, we don't know any of this stuff. No one knows anything. Like, these are just the teams. Then all of a sudden you'll get like, oh, Taylor Gooch has moved here. Uline has moved here. And it's and there's there's not like a trade deadline. There's not like an offseason with rules for signing guys. No one knows like what the contracts are with the specific teams or franchises. None of it like makes any sense. It just seems like, like, I have, it just seems like none of it is like organized or, put together has any rhyme or reason behind it yeah it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense but yeah we'll see uh there's there's a lot of rumors surrounding um xander shoffley and patrick cantley supposedly it's very possible that both of those guys will go to live oh, can't play which i'm i would be uh very sad if that happened to yeah, be honest i miss xander you know cantley i could care um, so I hope that, uh, doesn't happen, but, uh, I know Liv will try to keep like, you know, keep the steady stream of headlines and things in their off season before their uh, next season really starts good. up in, in February. So, um, anything else on live from either one of you? No, Jay. Um, 
I'll probably go back and watch the uh, the match play. Have so we heard if they have? YouTube. Have we heard if they have a TV coverage provider for next year? I they don't think, as of now. Think yet? No. Okay. Also, okay. I think like Fox Sports was like one of the rumored um, possibilities not too long ago, um, but I think Patrick Reed is suing Fox Sports. So, oh. um, I think he added like yeah, he added at least three people. more people. Like yeah, now, I, yes. I was I was gonna say his his lawsuit looked a little like thin. He, he needed to beef it up a little bit. Yeah, just put you a know, couple more accusations on there. That's, yeah, come, just throw a couple more people on there. Yeah, it, like just yeah. for good measure. Like, yeah, it, it's like, a it's a real like just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. You know, exactly. Because if if shoot, you sue, a shotgun. if you you know if you sue like a thousand people for two hundred and fifty yeah. million dollars, and you know nine hundred ninety nine of them are dismissed, but you know exactly. you get one of it's, them. At the end of the day, it's a game of numbers. So I'm I keep behind that. He, yeah, he must, have done, he must have studied sales when he was in college. Like, yeah. truly a game he, of numbers. Clearly I, a business major. I do want to uh, point this out. Um, you know, this was a tweet from this weekend. Uh, Andy Johnson is who it came from. Oh, I, lo- I the, love that guy. The 50 million live team championship had 33,000 people watching on YouTube. That was uh, $1,500 per viewer for the, uh, the championship. No way, no way, yeah. no way. Because... Wait, is this the final round of the team championship? Uh, that just said that it Cause the tweet was I, on uh, ten thirty, so it would have been. Sunday. I had I had opened my phone up, and like, it was after one of the rounds because I opened it up to see like if I could catch some action, but it just finished, and there was like sixty thousand people watching. Well, I'm sure when the tweet put out that there or was thirty three thousand, I'm sure more people joined after. Yeah, I, I saw the numbers I saw were closer to what you were saying, Noah. Um like in the sixty thousand range. Yeah. Um but uh good old Greg Norman, he is claiming that um that there were over a million viewers. Hmm. So um he said because of like there's a few countries where there actually are T V deals and things like that that uh the viewership was over a million, but I, I can't doubt that harder. I will need well, to see. I will need every, to see the facts. I'll need to see every, some receipts on that. Every YouTube view, like you know, there's ten people watching that screen, so you can. Yeah, maybe that's how he's counting. Up yeah, ten, yeah. So. Everyone, like it's like uh, it's like the pay per view fights. Like everyone just exactly. has all the guys over to watch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Those are they're so, probably parties of at least fifteen or twenty each. Each. View. Oh, at, at least. I mean. Yeah, how many people that's can watch point. one YouTube screen before you need to open another one? A lot. That's, really. that's a that's a good point. Yeah, like with, I with I just had bigger and bigger because that's probably yeah that's because that's what I do for the PGA Tour. Like, um, you know, yeah. for the um, Rocket Mortgage, you know, I have like twenty twenty five of my closest friends over to watch that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the a John great point. Deere classic. I, I mean, that's yeah. a national event. In, oh, the fifth in the major. Midwest. <laughs> yeah, the fifth major. So Not that I, players. I, I thought I thought I thought Liv Bangkok was the fifth major. Well, it is, but okay. It was a uh, Bangkok there's, or Jetta? Which there's one? like there's like four. I think majors. I think I think Jetta would be the fourth major. I think Bangkok would be the fifth. 
The fourth. Yeah. Okay, so which major are we getting rid of now? The, the, the PGA. PGA. Okay. Yeah. So Liv Jetta is the fourth major. <laughs> yeah. PGA is like the, the sixth. Butterfield Bermuda. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. I mean, the they PGA might as well just a, interchange them now. The PGA is very mid. It has a pretty cool trophy, but the one it's a major. massive trophy. Yeah. Um, okay, interesting. Next year for Liv. So one of the big uh, marketing points for them is that, oh, Live is the real global golf tour. Like the PGA tour is like, they're just an American tour. Like golf is worldwide and, you know, all this. Apparently, so they're having 14 events next year instead of eight. And apparently nine of the 14 are in the States. So wow. I, don't, I don't think and that's a great A real worldwide look. tour there. I don't think that's a great look. because so, so then you got five international events. One will they probably, probably be in Saudi they, Arabia. They, pro- they have to have one in Jeddah, right? Saudi yeah. Arabia. They'll probably go back to London like they did this year. And mm-hmm, supposedly mm-hmm. there's supposedly there's one in Australia, which there's got to be at least one in sure. Australia because yeah, Greg, Greg Norman and you know like Australians love live like because they love Greg Norman. Um, I mean, they went to Thailand this year. Do they go back to Thailand? Um, uh, I bet Thailand, maybe they try and go to like China or something like, yeah. So, I mean, it's, they, you know, they're basically out of options then, you know, in terms of international, but also, you know, Trump has a course in Scotland and they kind of like going to Trump courses. So, you know, do they go to Trump Turnberry and then, so I Is don't know. Turnberry still on the open rota? I don't think so, but. I was going to say, because I can't imagine. Oh, tentative 2023 live golf schedule. February, you've got Florida and California. And I think California is Trump National LA or Trump, I think. Um, March, you've got Tucson, Arizona. Tucson? Yeah, Tucson. Tucson. No, it's, it's, Tucson. it's Tucson. Tucson. No, it's, tu- it's Tucson. Um, April, you Tucson. have Australia and Singapore. Tucson, Arizona. Singapore. Okay, Singapore. so they are Singapore. Okay. May, you've one. got Washington, Philadelphia. Or May, you've got Washington. June, you've got Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, July, you've got London and Spain at Valderrama. Oh, I did hear they were going to Valderrama. Okay, so they're like running out of, you know, unless they're, unless my numbers were wrong. Yeah. Um, well, August, you've got New Jersey and West Virginia at the Greenbrier. Uh, New Jersey's at Bedminster. September, they're in Chicago. Uh, and then Toronto or Mexico. And then Florida at Trump Durrell. And that's the 14 events. So they're not planning on going back to Jeddah next year? Doesn't look like in Saudi Arabia, no. That is shocking. Shocking. Interesting for it being a you know a Saudi funded league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe that's, that's their way just, of trying to take the heat off themselves. If they distance themselves from Saudi Arabia, they can. They, uh, I don't think they just, can distance themselves though. That's that's their pocket. You know, how can oh, you yeah. distance yourself, guys? From that, that just that proves the selfless nature of the Saudi Arabian government. <laughs> just good people on the true. Inside. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's they don't like, need. Like, they don't need it. It's like the meme place. about Hitler. Like they're, they just, they're not bad. They're just, just misunderstood. It's just a bottomless pit of money of an investment into the game of golf, just to grow the game out of the goodness exactly. of their hearts. Strict thank strict you strict. to. That's what it's all about. Thank you to the kingdom 
and King Abdullah Economic City. Thank you to all involved. Thank you to the PIF. I really appreciate it. Rick Shields. Yep. Thank okay. you to Rick Shields. He's sponsored think, by PIF, I believe. I, I think we've really summed up Live Golf in a nutshell. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, quick question. I'll, I'll just um, do this really quick. Um, PGA Tour elevated events. You hear about these, Jaden? I, I heard about it. I didn't read and see which ones were. Um, there were a couple that surprised me. Um, I have to pull these up. Okay, so let's see. So obviously the Tournament of Champions, I think that's January. I think that's it for January. Yep. Um, and then February would be the Waste Management. Um, I'm not sure if there's another one. I got to see I got to find this. Uh, basically, so there were a few. Okay, here it is. February would be the waste management or the WM. Sorry, apologies, WM. WM Phoenix Open in the Genesis at Riviera. March, you've got the Arnold Palmer at Bay Hill, the players and the match play. April, you've got the RBC Heritage. I was kind of surprised at that one. That's May, not on my list. May, that one is elevated. Okay. Um, May, you've got the Wells Fargo. Uh, in June, the Memorial and the Travelers, which is kind of interesting. I think both of those events sort of – no, maybe there was event an event in between uh, the Memorial and the U.S. Open. Um, but June is busy, and then – I don't think there's anything in July other than obviously the open and then August would just be the playoff events. So, um, did you, uh, mention the Wells Fargo? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. So, and I think they're not all static. I think they're subject to change year over year. So some events, um, that aren't will be. So I imagine like maybe the farmers would be, an elevated event at some point and maybe yeah. um some were surprised at the phoenix open maybe like the being Pebble elevated OM. because you know they thought that that tournament has enough of a reputation on its own that it didn't need to be elevated and that you'd still get a lot of big names but um so that's the i was a little bit surprised at the travelers too but i like that course so i guess whatever yeah um probably the biggest shock was the RBC heritage. I think that's generally the week after the masters. And so it's not yeah. usually a huge field or a great field. Wesley Bryan though. That Wesley Bryan, Jordan Spieth, Matt Kuchar, just the best of the best. Cooch. So yeah, just thought I would touch on that quickly. Yeah. So the boring stuff, we'll get the boring stuff out of the way. Yeah. We'll get to the fun segment at the end, but all right now, uh, we're, we've got a few more weeks in the PGA Tour 2K23. I have barely played since we last talked about it, but I'm sure um, that's not the case for Jengs. So uh, your updated thoughts on PGA Tour 2K23, go. Um, so updated thoughts, you know, I, I grinded a lot. I played a lot of the career mode, um, kind of got all my fittings and stuff up. So I'm set pretty well there. So, you know, I started messing around a little bit more, just playing normal rounds, uh, stuff like that. And 
you know, the game, the game's fun. Uh, TGC tours had some test events that I was playing, uh, testing out some different settings. Uh, and you know, there's, there's a good way to make the game challenging. You know, they had one test where they, they put it on legend settings and that was just way too hard. So master does seem to be, you know, a, a decent challenge. Uh, so, you know, excited for TGC tours qualifying is this week starts on Sunday. So I'm going to try and qualify Ooh. high, get back on the, the top tours. Uh, they made some changes in the TGC tours, how they're splitting up the, the fields and stuff like that. Um, they're knocking platinum down last year. It was 150 players this year. They're knocking it down to 50. So it's only the top 50 that make it onto platinum. Wow. Um, yep. So it's really tough there. Uh, elite. Yeah, it's all, that's almost live numbers. That's almost live numbers. Yeah. Uh, elite and kinetic will be in like the 140 range again and all the challenge circuit will be you know the 150 160 range so so you got to be to be in any of the top three tours you got to be good yeah you got to be on it so we'll we'll see what we can do this and year good is one of the things i'm not at this game yeah. i have not been good at 2k for quite a while there was a stretch uh, during 2K21, where I was playing very, very good and probably could have been pretty competitive in TGC Tours, um, was routinely shooting like sub-60 on, I think, like, yeah, what, what would have been the TGC Tour settings at the time, so pro. Um, but I don't know. I lost it. Maybe I can blame it on my controller. Maybe I need a new controller. Yeah, it's... That's like second swing. It's not you, it's your clubs. When the uh when the TGC tours uh started, I uh bought a new controller for it in 2K21, and I might have to do the same in 2K23. Does it actually make a difference? I have a I it, I've, I've been I think, using the same controller for like three years. Depends on how old your controller is. Like having the uh the the better stick uh with the new controller, how it's kind of fresh is is nice. Uh, you know, really helps out when you have like a really old controller and the stick gets a little loose. It does uh does kind of affect it. It's easier to have some wayward swings. So, interesting, interesting. Um, I'm hearing a lot of bad things from course designers. They're not happy. Yeah, what, there's been what, what's the, going on there. The a lot of people are just unhappy. There wasn't a lot of improvements in the designer. Like they redid the UI and stuff like that, and that's cool. But what's you that? Know, there wasn't any like the the interface, like the menus and stuff like oh, that, yeah, they change yeah. those up. But besides that, like all the all the objects, all the themes are still the same. There's nothing really new. Uh, so you're you're just seeing a lot of burnout. Like you know, okay. when you when you get so a new game, you want something new. Yeah, and we're just not getting a lot of that. So so what I didn't know is if there was like a like a bug or something wrong, and that was why the designers didn't want to do it. Oh, or there, if they were there just, is. There is a glitch right now too. Yeah, um, I didn't know if it was that or if just there was just nothing new and they just were just for the longest time looking forward to something new for designing and they didn't get it, so they were just thinking, "Screw it." Yeah. What, yeah, what was what was going wrong? What's the I, issue? I, the the glitches I've heard, you know, um, the one I've actually seen pictures of it lets you set unlimited number of pins. Oh. So like there was people that on their green would have like 25 different pin locations uh, for one hole. 
And then at the same time, you know, there's some people who it would, wouldn't let them set more than one. Um, and you know, just certain things not working, like things being reverted, you'd make a fairway and then the fairway would like unsculpt itself or it would disappear and just, you know, really, really buggy, glitchy things that are making the designer very difficult. And a lot of the designers that I've heard are still designing, you know, since there's nothing new, they're just designing on 2K21 and, and then just importing it over. I've heard that as uh, well. Just because the designer does not really work at all. So that is not good. That's especially when that's the, uh, you know, kind of the saving grace of the franchise. You know, that's what gets a lot of eyeballs on 2K. Yeah. Uh, so if, I think if, that, it, if, I mean, if EA can somehow come up with something similar, that would be, that'd be it massive. Would be, it'd be huge for them. Yep. Because now, since we've had 2K for, and then even people that were playing uh, the golf club, since for a number of years now, you've had essentially unlimited courses, you know, to go to a game where there's like maybe 20 courses you can play and that's it. Yeah. People won't, you know, that will get old. Even if, even if one of those 20 is Augusta, which is massive, but. I'll. For the TGC tours, I'll give you the little info dump that they came out with. So, uh, qualifying next week, Platinum's going to start with uh, 45 slots. They're going to move up to 50 later. Elite and Kinetic 140. All the Challenge Circuit tours 130, depending on numbers. Um, then they'll have a a promotion event in week three to kind of recirculate things in case you have a bad qualifying. Um, you know, get people on the tour that they should be on. Uh, they changed some of the, the major formats. So now all major tournaments, there'll be a qualifier uh, that anybody that's on elite or kinetic can play on. I love that. And you can play in the qualifier. There'll be 50 slots total available, which is different from last year. Last year, they would have these qualifier events and it'd be like the top three would make it in. Now you got 50 slots. So, you know, it's getting these, you know, these uh, elite and kinetic players a chance to play in the majors. Which is true because, you know, you get like if you're in real life, if you're a Corn Ferry Tour player and, you know, you, you go to U.S. Open qualifying, like there's a number yeah. of players in the U.S. Open that are on the Corn Ferry Tour. Yeah. yeah. Um, otherwise, uh, settings wise, that was kind of the one big question with TGC Tours. What were they going to do for settings this year? They did go master swing. Uh, and everything else is, is pretty similar to what it was last year. You know, distance control meter, you don't get to use it. No putt previews, things like that. Um, the one thing they did do is they brought the lie grid back. So last year on the top three tours, you couldn't use the lie grid. You couldn't see what your lie was. They did bring that back for all tours. So Interesting. Uh, and the only thing that they, they left out is for the, the main TGC tours, you cannot use three click. You have to use the swing stick. They do have a, a beer league is what they call it. It's for all the three click users. So there is still a league for the three clickers, um, but it's, it's separate from the main tours. See, I've thought about switching to three click just because my swing has been awful yeah. for a few months now. And I don't know, I don't know what went wrong. I used to be, Used to be pretty locked in, and now I'm not. Um, so I, I still am uh, going back and forth if, if I want to switch over and just try it and stick with it. But I'd rather 
not that I do a lot of society things in the game and things like that, but I don't know. I, I don't want to get only used to three click and then it kind of changes things. But yeah, that would be something too. If you like, you know, cause you've kind of questioned maybe getting involved with TGC tours, you know, starting to play in it. Um, if you, you know, as like to get your feet wet, play three click, play the beer league. And, you know, if you want to move back and try and qualify for the main tour, you can do that later. So. Mm-hmm. Noah J, any thoughts on PGA 2K23? I don't even know if you are a video game guy. I've played 21 with him a few times, uh, but that's, that's about it. I've got, I've got some experience in PGA 2K, 2K21. Is that what we played? Nick, yeah, that was twenty. That was twenty-one that we played. Yeah, I played on my buddy's PS4 with his remotes that he probably threw into the wall around twenty to thirty times. So, I Here's was the thing. Yeah, go for it. I was I was pretty bad. We I had myself set on like super easy difficulty, and I'd play Nick on like I don't know whatever difficulty you had your set on, and then we were pretty similar. Yeah, so he and uh, he and his buddy, we'll shout him out, Max. Max, what a legend. Shout Just, out Max Wilcox. Um, and I think the scores, it would it'd keep it pretty close, but the thing is I had swing timing on and they did not. So We, yeah. we, had a, we, ha- we didn't have a lot of things on. We had, we had the thing where it showed you like exactly where the ball was going to land. Um, our, our like – you know how the white bar became thinner as you made it harder? Yeah. Our white bar was like a half inch thick. You could <laughs> not escape that white bar. It was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but it's so fun. Take me back to the early days. Noah talking about like the, the was, line that shows where your ball is going to go. That was always the fun thing yeah. is you play from the shortest tees on Rory McIlroy. Yeah. Line on and just see if you can shoot like 29 under or yeah. something stupid. Exactly. Yeah. I've always thought putting on that game was like really difficult. And never it is more. It. it is more difficult this year. Significantly, yeah. I would say. Really, it's harder. Well, yeah, it's definitely harder. It's way easier than, or yeah. way harder than twenty one. It's still yeah. easier wow. than the rest of the short game is now. But yeah, downhill putts especially very difficult. Uh, especially bunker shots. Do you think they'll fix that, or do you think they'll leave it? I like think it, it feels like when they broke it in 21. That's what yeah, it feels like. It is, uh, you know, it's something that I would assume that they're going to, you know, go in and fix because, you know, you have it in there and nobody's using it. Everybody's using the workaround where you can just use the chip out of the bunker and yeah. it works perfectly. So, I mean, you're just isolating this one shot type nobody's ever going to use. Yeah, and now you so, can only use splash in the bunker. So yeah, and it, nobody's it even using the splash anymore. Use. Yeah. Yep. So that'll be interesting to see if they fix that. So anything else on that before we get into the the fun part of the episode? I, I got nothing else, you know. No. Yeah, no. Let's All right, let's get right into it. So we're a few days late, but we decided to do our little our own spooky season for golf. So um, you know, everyone thought, ah, oh, man, you know, we're moving on. We're on to Thanksgiving and Christmas. No, we decided to extend spooky season an mm. extra week, I think. so. We know, um, we know you sp- did not get your Halloween fix that you wanted, and we know that you came to the bogey train for your Halloween fix that you needed. Exactly. So, so we decided to go back and forth um, with some of 
the scariest things in golf. And, uh, you know, that's, that's all there is to the parameters. So take that however you want to take it. And, uh, you know, we're just going to go from there. So uh, we'll start with Noah J. First, uh, scary thing in golf. What, what do you got on your list? What, okay. What's, what's so, spooking you? Yeah, so this, this popped into my mind, and I'm sure it's on the mind of many golfers. But getting the shanks is, has to be unanimously one of the scariest things in golf. Dude, okay, imagine this, the ball shooting off your hot This is a family podcast. We don't use language like that here. Sorry, we'll to, I'm we'll sorry, have, guys. I'm going to bleep that out. Yeah, I, can, you, can you okay? I wrote that in I my notes have to as say it again. S-word. Sorry, guys. I, I, I don't like to say that word. I, that's my bad. I take responsibility. I apologize for that. For any children listening, I hope that your parents can explain to you what that word really means. Um, <laughs> getting the S-words is... Not only does it take like your, your the fun out of golf, but it just makes you like scared to hit any any type of shot. You just like you go from playing golf to just hoping that you find contact with the center of the club face. One of the worst feelings in all of golf. And with I'm the club face at all. I agree. I agree. Do you have uh, you have anything to add to that? Uh, talking to me or Noah? Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, I, I hate the S words. I struggled with them for a little bit and there's there's just nothing worse than you know you got 130 middle of the fairway easy shot uh and then you dribble it straight right and you know most oftentimes yep. if you're playing in a foursome the other cart will be to your right and they'll be kind of pulled a little bit ahead so you scream one right past their face exactly and there's no worse feeling yeah so just off of that i'm just gonna go right into my first one um because it's related so I said first shot after a shank. Ooh, that's good. So like if you're in a tournament and you haven't, you know, it's not like you have the S words, but uh, it's just one just comes out out of the blue, you know, yep. and then you're, and then your first iron or wedge shot after that. It's I just think in your head. Cause you can yeah. hit S words without having the S words. Yeah. You can just sometimes, have one out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, like Webb Simpson, like they he's, pop out he's, of the blue sometimes. he's pro golfer, PGA tour player. He probably has like yeah. a good two or three shanks a year. Just yeah. like, just because wow. I, I, sorry, sorry. I mean, yeah. uh, I apologize. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to mark this one explicit. Yeah. This is going to be ultra explicit. Uh, yeah. Viewer yeah. discretion <laughs> advised. So over, uh, James, what, what do you got for us? Uh, What's my spooky? first one, my first one, hitting in front uh a group letting you play through ah yes that's a good one that's a good one Um, especially like when you're a a lower handicap golfer like you know us three um you know if a group lets you play through on a par three they're probably expect especially nick like blue five you know 150 par three they're probably expecting you to hit it you know hit it close or yellow six or yeah and there's then if you got a good shot and if you got a if you hit it in the water and then you got to, you know, go over to the drop zone, that's like 65 yards short of the green. It's like, Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's very, it's almost, you know, you want to get, especially if you're playing by yourself, you want to get let through, but then to to let the guy through on like a par three with water surrounding the green is almost disrespectful. That's almost like a middle finger. Yeah. It's just like, Hey, we're going to let you through. Now we're going to watch you hit this very pressure filled shot. Yeah. And so then you just bail out left and go like 45 yards long left. And then the next shot, and then you just hit the next shot in the water. Yeah. You take the Stu Gerdes line. 
So that's a good one. That's a good one. That is good. That is good. And then you're like running after your ball. You want to get off the hole and out of their way. Yeah. 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 You, whether whether or not you have a, a cart, when you're, even if you have a cart, yeah, you you like. Yeah. Even if you hit it on the green, you park your cart. You're like yeah. jogging over to the green. Your heart is pounding. You're trying <laughs> yeah, to hit. You a, you're off. trying to hit a birdie putt. <laughs> yeah. well, and even if you like hit it a good shot, it's just like, well, these guys let you through, so you know you want to hurry up and get out of their way. Or like if you're uh, if you're behind them and you're trying to catch up to them, so they let you through, and so you're rushing and rushing, and it's yeah. just it never works. Mm-hmm. It's never good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if you're if you're on the hole, they're still ahead of you. They're on the next tee, but you can tell that they're probably gonna let you through. Then you're like rushing your routine because you know they're waiting for you to finish yeah. the hole. So then they can let you through and then watch you play the whole next hole. But I don't want this to discourage anyone from letting people through if you're playing slow because we still do appreciate it. So. Yes. Uh, Noah, what That's you got? Interesting, interesting we talk about that. My number two on my list is getting paired up with slow guy. Slow guy is one of the worst guys to get paired up with on the golf course. Slow guy makes you around less fun than it can be. Slow guy makes other people's rounds less fun than it can be. And when I have a rando join my group, I just, it's the only thing that I really, I don't really care if you're good at golf or not, as long as you keep up. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. I guess I'll just go right into mine because I have one that's related. So I'm going to say either playing behind or getting paired with first timers. Sure. Yeah. So I, I had that happen to me. You know, I, I don't want to discourage anyone from getting into golf. You know, everyone has to have their first round sometime. But I had a round uh, earlier this year. I had a couple hours. I was going to try to squeeze in nine holes walking. Got paired with um, a couple guys who was their first ever round of golf. So I got through four holes before I had to leave. So it was uh, yeah. It was tough. At that, at that it point, was, it's almost just like, hey, I'm going to go ahead. You guys have fun here. Like get a couple holes in. The, and the, the thing is, the pace of play was so bad that day; it wouldn't have mattered. Ugh. Wouldn't have mattered. So and I, what? Yeah. So it wasn't even just because of the guys I was playing with that we it took so long. It was it was everyone out on the course. But, um, Jenks, you're up. Uh, mine's gonna kind of go with my first one. Uh, just the first tee shot of a tournament. Like you know, as any big tournament or you know something that's not a scramble, but like. A, you know, a city tournament, a state tournament, you know, any kind of tournament, just the first shot of that tournament is always just so nervy, especially uh, if you start on one or 10, you got the clubhouse behind you, you probably got people watching if it's tee times, like on the putting green, watching you tee off. It's just, it's nervy because you want to stripe one down the middle, get the tournament started off well. And then it's, it, it never gets less scary either. Never. You can play, you can play a dozen tournaments yeah. a year. Yeah. And it, it, it makes a significant difference what the shot is like. So True. I will never forget my first year in college. We happened to make it to the national tournament. And that first tee shot, there's jungle left, jungle right, and there's a force carry over a creek. So you couldn't just like slap an iron out there. You had to hit like a club that was going to get far enough to carry over this creek. But then you can't miss left or right. And it was the first tee shot of the national tournament. I can, I will never forget the feeling. Like when they announced my name, which is actually, well, I'll get to that. But I was like literally shaking. It was crazy. Like, and and I was thinking, like, why do I do this to myself? Like, why can't? Why do I play competitive golf? I I should just play for fun because I can't handle this right now. <laughs> like it was crazy feeling. But, but then, what's weird about that is, like, I bet on like the fifth hole, 
you're in like in the middle of the fairway and you're like no nerves at all. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the go, feeling was like basically gone away, after I, away. it was basically gone after I hit the first tee shot. Like yeah, I s- somehow hit the fairway yeah. and then the rest of it. Yeah. And then after that, I was basically there's locked something, in. But. There's something about the first tee shot. It's just, it's crazy. Especially when it's like the biggest event you've ever played in. That was also yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Noah. I hear, here's an interesting one. You're in the middle of a tournament and you run out of golf balls. Yeah, I've, I've come never close. had that happen. I've come close, but I've never had it happen to me. But I just like would not want to be in that situation. So I'm a little bit scared of it. I don't know what I would do. Have you ever heard the story about Tiger Woods at the 2000 U.S. Open? I have. No. He was on his last ball, right? I mean, yeah. He, so that was that was the, that was the one. The water. That was the one he ended up winning by 15. But one of the nights in the hotel room, I yep. think he had some golf balls out and was putting. And a caddy forgot to put him, Stevie Williams, forgot to put him back in the bag. So he only had like... I heard that story. He only had like three golf balls in his bag. And then Tiger, uh, Tiger didn't know that. And at one, at like walking off one green or, you know, one of the holes, he tosses his ball to a kid. Then he's got two left because he thought he had plenty. And then on the 18th tee, he snap hooks one into the ocean and he was on his last ball. Uh, but... He found uh, he found land with that one and mm-hmm. ended up being fine. But that's a crazy story. That was mm-hmm. unbelievable. But yeah, that's a good one. Like I would be uh, pretty nervous if I reached into my bag and put on my last golf ball. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's. I don't think I'll ever get to that point, but you never know. I have a. Uh, so what's scary um, for any first tee announcer pronouncing my name? Fair, fair. I've heard some. I've heard some. I've heard many names. I've over heard the some years. in unbelievable so tries. No, I get names. it. I get it. You're like you know, oh, uh, Mahowald. Maybe it's like okay, fine, close enough. At least yeah. you tried to sound it out. But I've had Mord. Yep. Mord. I have that one on video actually. There's an L. Um, yeah, and there's no R. And I've heard. Uh, <laughs> I've heard Muad. Muad. Yes, I was about to say. I was about to bring that one up. That's my favorite. Well, because okay, Noah, Noah, you were there because you were caddying, weren't you? Caddying for yes. Mac in in this event. Yeah, I loved that one. Was so awesome. so the first day. So hard. So so the first day, this the guy asked how how to say my last name. He's like, oh okay, nice. And then he could said said it completely wrong. He said Muad instead of Mahold. And I, you know, I don't mind. Like I'm I'm used to it by now. I don't care. And then the next day. He's like, yeah, so how, how do you say your name? And I told him, he's like, oh, I think I butchered that yesterday. I was like, yeah, no worries. It's fine. So I told him again. And he's like, on the tee, Nick Muhad. And I'm like, bro. like <laughs> That's that's slightly it, closer. That's like it's slightly not, better. You can get so much closer if you just try to sound it out. Like it's not – There's <laughs> it's not nearly as hard as people make it seem, but it's all right. Didn't you that's have true. a Maherwald once? I don't remember. I some that's I forget good. some of them, but I would I would be scared if I had to pronounce your name before tournament. Yeah, that's true. I'd be yeah. yeah. You're shaking. <laughs> Absolutely. First T jitters. Jengs, what do you got next? I got a little double trouble here. You know, I got two involving the putter, so I'm gonna hit them both at once. The first one sticking with the big the big tournament theme: a four footer in a big tournament. Sure. You know, like even a three footer in a big tournament, like yeah, you, more like a two. Look two like and a half the biggest idiot. But 
like if you make it, it's like, oh, good, like I should have made that, and then you just miss it nine times out of ten because you. Yeah, the feeling, the feeling, because like before you're hitting the putt, it's like kind of nervous, like oh man, like, and then if you actually hit a good putt and make it, you're like, why was I so worried? Like that was literally like two and a half feet, you know, like the feeling before and after making it is, is kind of funny. Uh, Then part two is a downhill slider on fast greens that has no chance of, you know, stopping anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You have to hit the cup. Like, yeah. If you've got like a long downhill putt, like this uh, is one I I thought of saying, if you got a long downhill putt, and you hit it, and you know you hammered it, and you know, and you're just watching it, helpless, and you know it's gonna like go off the green. Yeah. That's scary. So, all right, other scary shots. Next on my list is any bunker shot with a hazard behind the green. Yeah, I would just for, yes. just for some for some reason it, it like. You can put the same bunker shot with just grass behind the green and all of a sudden, all the pressure off. But as soon as there's a pond right behind the green, it's like, it could be an easy bunker shot, but I'm still scared. I'd say if it's a long bunker shot, but yeah, I'm more likely to chunk a bunker shot than to blade it. So I, I have one that's kind okay. of similar to yours, Noah. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah, what is it's, it? It's uh, like a, a pitch shot off a tight lie. Uh, either with a water or a bunker short or water or a bunker long. Sure. It's like off a tight lie, either you're going to chunk it and just leave it right in front of you, or you're going to just blade it into the abyss that is behind the green. Yeah. Tight lies in general are just kind of scary. Yeah. I have, I have one that's related to that. So a delicate like pitch shot from around the green and you're in the rough, but the grass is growing into you. Oh, the worst. Like it's almost the like worst. you it's almost like you know you're gonna flub it, but oh. and there's nothing you can do. You know? <laughs> the words. And then like, you know, if especially if there's like for some reason people watching, they're like, geez, what a horrible shot. It's like you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, picture this. You're in the middle of a round, important round, and your rangefinder battery indicator starts blinking. Scary. Scary, yes. I usually have a backup with me and my battery thing on my rangefinder. It's it's all over the place. Sometimes it'll say I got one out of three. Sometimes it'll say three out of three. So I'd realized I just have to keep an okay. extra one because I don't know when it's gonna die. That's smart. That's shout smart. out Precision Pro. Shout out I love I love the laser, but we, shout we out Precision Pro. We would consider accepting a sponsorship from them. Noah, think about this one. So you mentioned rangefinder with battery low. How about playing five holes in the second round of a two-man tournament where the rangefinder is set to meters instead of yards, and it took you five holes to realize? Dude, the guy I was playing golf with today it happened to him. We figured out like the seventh hole. Dude, Noah, that happened to us in the state two-man this year. There was the, the, the second you round. Figured out like five five you're just holes into everything the, short of the green. You're like, what yep, is going on? Yep, five holes into the second <laughs> round. Now, I think it was fine for the first round. I don't know when it happened, sometime before yeah. the second round. But, um, no, yeah, there was a yeah. par three that we measured at, like, mid-160s, a little bit downwind. And we were, like, between, like, nine iron and pitching wedge. And, we like, the, the look on the other guy, the other twosome we were playing with, they were, like, the looks on their faces when they heard what clubs we were talking about. But I, like, hit it. I absolutely flush it. I'm, like, this is all over it. It lands, like, 
20, 25 yards short of the hole. I was so confused. I did the same thing too. Awesome. Yeah. And then it was just like, we're walking off the tee box and we're like, what'd you have for a number? And they're like, yeah, it was like 185, 190. I'm like, yeah, it ended up being one. Yeah. It was like in the low one nineties and I hit like a pitching wedge or nine. iron. And we uh, bogeyed that hole. Should have jumped on it. Yeah. We bogeyed it. And uh, then the the next, the the next hole, we still ended up short too. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a wedge shot, so it was closer, but yeah, it was. Well, yeah, because I kind of felt I like it, it. It definitely cost us like at least two shots. I lasered it for a second shot, and it was saying like one ninety or something. I'm like, I could go with this, but then like <laughs> we look at the fairway and the plate. It's like the two hundred plate is like twenty. Yeah, yards so it was a par five with water short of the green. So it's like, yeah, it's actually makes a big difference whether you go for it or not. It's actually a pretty oh, risky yeah. shot, and so like the numbers wasn't lining up with what we thought, like the fairway plates were saying, and we were so confused. And then we laid up in the wedge shot. I thought, yeah, like my layup number I think was it, 130. No. Oh, for the actual layup. Yeah. Like I was going to hit it 130. Yep. And then the approach shot in the green, we were getting like 99 yards. And I was like, Oh geez, that should just be a pretty solid stock lob wedge. And I just hit it right in the center of the face and was like front fringe when it was like a back left flag. And we were just like, what is happening? <laughs> that is tough. I, th- I think I, tough. I think I ended up making like a 20 footer for par on that hole. Got, and the next hole we figured it what, out. What was our, uh, I want to know what our score. Funny thing is we had like, before. we had like the second or third best round of the day still. We did. And even though we, we probably just actually threw away at least two shots in the first mm-hmm. five holes. But anyway, I will cool. go now. Um, I'm pulling up our scorecard while you go. Let's see. Um, so I've got when you're on the second tee and you realize the Taco Bell breakfast burrito was a horrible idea. Dude, I almost put pretty much that same scenario on my list. Yeah. So it's like when you're, when you're far away from the clubhouse, you're far away from any sort of restroom outhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if there's going to be one out on the course, it's maybe going to be like around the fourth or fifth hole. Yeah. So you're just yeah. right on the second tee box and it's like, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> you just, you just need to drop a low. That's, that's another, another way to get the S words, but it means something else. That's all right. That's so, uh, so true. So after that so par true. five, we're even par for the day. Uh, we then proceed to shoot three under the rest of the round. You guys probably thought you needed to get a bunch back. Oh, we did need to get a bunch back. Yeah. I mean, we, we played pretty good after that. That's not bad. I think we did tie for the – no, we were the third lowest round of the day. Sure. I'll take it. 65. That's pretty funny. We, yeah, we did play solid that day. Um, okay, who's next? Something, something that, that I was thinking about yesterday is just forgetting – your clubs you get to the course for your tea time you know and you kind of like if you're like me you show up at your tea time maybe a couple minutes late you know <laughs> me too and that's and you, that's yeah that's so true james that's if you forgot your clubs you just there's no there's no saving that you can't go is, back and grab them when i make tea times for us two i started telling him the actual tea time was like 20 or 30 minutes before when it actually yeah, is so then he so then he gets there on time but yeah, forgetting well, my my clubs usually live in my car so it's very rare that that would maybe happen but yep, if i, I was get, if i was that. getting a ride or something 
Maybe. I started doing Nick. that, but I, I had put them in my house, and then I was driving, and I, I got – I turned the corner out of my neighborhood and then was like, oh, I forgot my clubs. Had to go back and grab them. But luckily, it was early enough. Uh, there, there, was, there was one time going on Nick's story. He told me a tea time, and that was the one day I actually showed up like 45 minutes early to get a little warm-up in. So I show up. I do my warm-up, and then it's like 10 minutes before the tea time that Nick told me. And I'm like, and I probably wasn't even, I probably wasn't even there yet. I'm like, you ready to go? And he's like, yeah, our tea time's not for 30 more minutes. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so then Classic. I just had to sit and putt for 30 minutes. Well, you could use it. Um, I also never forget my golf clubs cause they're always in my car. Um, but my, my worry is always forgetting golf shoes. Cause usually when I drive out to the course, I'm wearing either Crocs or, uh, Burks. So my biggest worry is just forgetting my golf shoes and then getting out there having to play like barefoot or something like that. <laughs> uh, all right. I've got one. So someone or something that gets scared, I would say my bank account, if I see a cool putter, my bank account, it starts to get a little bit scared, Minus but scared. I've, I've gotten, I've gotten, a, <laughs> I've gotten a lot better in the past couple of years. I sold some of what, my putters. What, what does better mean, Nick? I sold some of mine. I used to like have like five at a time. I think I only have two now. So I, I got really? my, okay. I have my gamer and then my other putter that I have like seven years of memories with. Can't ever sell yeah. that one. So, so, no, I, you can't. so I, yeah. So I can't, can't get rid of that one. And then I just have my gamer. So I don't have any good extra putters right now. Yeah. Good, sold them good all. for you, Nick. Good for you. You really turned a corner. I know. My, my bank account is very nervous because I am uh, looking at a little iron purchase here. So, so my bank account's not happy thinking about those Mizuno irons yeah, that are scared. Oh, you're fine. Hopefully soon. Nothing feels like a Mizuno. That's what nothing. I hear. Not one thing. What about uh, a mirror? Does, does a mirror? Mizunos. Does a the mirror? Feel, the mirror feels better than Mizuno's. The one no, seven well, doesn't, mirror, but it, but it doesn't feel windy. like a Mizuno. What what you say, James? The one time I hit a mirror, they were CPs and they were just really blady, and so then I like hit it high off the face, and my hand stung for about forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah you have to hit the middle of the face. And it was probably like 38 degrees outside. Yeah, it was not warm. Classic. Um, who's got one? I got a, you know, I got a, a long force carry over water. Like if you're your second shot on a par four, or like a par three, mm-hmm. and it's like a, a 190 yard par three, and it's just water everywhere, front of the green. Um, like you have to carry the water. You can't leave it short. That was one of mine, specifically with a long iron. A long iron force carry? A long, yep. And also when the water is like really close to you as well. Like the thought of the club slipping out of my hands and going into the <laughs> pond enters my mind. So, really? So, yeah. I've, so I've never had that away, except for the first time I went to Top Golf. I was on like the second or third level and I yeah. just all of a sudden got this feeling that the club was going to fly out of my hand. Yeah, those clubs are not grippy. But I like. I need to get new grips, but when I have my old grips, they would be like slipping all the time. So like in the back of my mind, I'm like, this might be the day that I just never hit a six iron ever again. <laughs> this club might just be gone. So yes. That's very scary. James. Very scary. Um, all right. I've got, no, I got to say your, your slipping thing. I do have my eight iron, the, the heads coming out of the ferrule a little bit. Yeah. And I've, I have a history of like, just randomly my clubs like the heads will just fly off 
So anytime <laughs> I'm playing a par three with water in front of me, I'm not a great history. Club. Just yeah. in case the just head flies st- off, stays away from eight iron. If it is a perfect one seventy eight iron, I will hit a choke down seven just to guarantee that that eight iron does not yes. into the water. Dude, I literally club up on a lot of water carries so I can like choke down and take an eighty percent swing. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about the grip slipping. Um. All right, That's I've got. Crazy. You've got OB left, and you hit it, and it's just one of those toe hooks. And the ground is kind of hard pan and you're just watching it bound towards out of bounds. And like, you're hoping something like it'll somehow stay in, but you're just like, just hopelessly watching it, knowing that it's, it's heading out of bounds. That's what I've got for scary. What do you think about that? Uh, that's very, good. That's very, one. That's, a, that's just that's OB a left at all. You don't even have to like finish the rest of the the phrase. You could just say OB left and OB right on the same hole. And it's or just, like, scary. you could have said OB. Just seeing white stakes on a golf course makes me. I know sorry. it's crazy like, the, the difference here, if, they're, but you will if, if the stakes here. are red versus if the stakes are yellow or white. You know, like, I just oh, yeah. want to be colorblind oh, yeah. just so I can't tell. Yeah. Nothing like out of bounds right, and just having is... to hit the same shot again. <laughs> and then yeah, for and then carry over OB. A carry over OB that doesn't happen. Like, a lot. I, I played well. Like, if you cut, like, if you cut a corner on a par four or something. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take yeah. a line like over OB. Just, I don't know, just OB gives me not really bad vibes. <laughs> I got a playing in a match, and your opponent on the first tee just like rips one down the middle. All right. Like just, just straight up, like. You know, even like me playing match play and it's, you know, it's net. If I'm playing like a, a guy that I have to give six shots to on nine holes and then he steps up to the first tee and rips one like 280 down the middle. Like I just look at my playing partner and I'm like, I am in such deep trouble now that like <laughs> there's just nothing I can do. I've got, I've got one that's similar. So if I'm playing in an event that's like, you know, not like a stupid like scramble or something, a real golf event. And I'm playing with someone who's not American. Because if I, you know, if there's someone like from somewhere else, and you just assume like, okay, I for some reason I just assume this oh, guy's going to be super good. They're going to be yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I got you. I got you. Like, like for an example, I played an Australian in the state match play this this yeah. past summer. And was, was he Australian? Was he a Jack stick? Tanner? Oh, Jack Tanner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he plays for Memphis. Nice. Now, shout right. out Jack Tanner. <laughs> Didn't know I'd ever mention him on this podcast. (laughs) Speaking of listeners, I hope our Belgian guy is back. If you are in here, you got DM. So true. I think we can be confident that he's listening. He's he's our guy. He might have deleted us after we went. No, no, no. He loves us too much. This one's for all the single golfers out there. Um, A cute cart girl rolls up, and then you just. Butcher the conversation. You say something super dumb. You forget you could. You, you forget you know how to walk. Or like a super cute cart girl, and she like she's like, "What you want?" And then Noah's like, "I'll have a chocolate milk, please." <laughs> or like, Dude, just like the stupidest the stupidest drink. <laughs> I have a milkshake. You got any uncrustables? You have a snow cone in there. Dude, an uncrustable mid-round slaps though. It does uh, yeah, though. It does. Not, not to oh, yeah, okay. not to slander an yeah. uncrustable. Oh, uh, scary thing! Stepping up to the 18th tee with a good round going. 
Yeah. Right? Or like, or, or any hole, like on the back nine, you have a really good round going and it's just like a dangerous shot. Yeah. Like a tough hole with or, a good round. Going. With like, yeah. With water lurking or out of bounds or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's true. I've got uh, Phil Mickelson's eyes at that first uh, live party. You know what I'm talking about, Jaden? You see that? You see those pictures? Like the, the one he through just, his eyes. He's, he's, he's got like bloodshot eyes. Yeah. Just not not looking good. With his, that's when he had like the yeah. beard too. Yeah, yeah. Looking like he's just been through it for like six months. Yeah, which he probably has. That's what I've got for spooky. Um, scary coming up the 18th at the Live Golf event and seeing the entire Saudi Arabian regime waiting for you on the 18th green. <laughs> I wouldn't be scared of that. I, I would be warm and comforted by that. Interesting. Interesting. I said, how about saying anything bad about Patrick would, Reed? Like, at this point, I, he's <laughs> just got to be redacted from our podcast because yeah. we will get a $250 million lawsuit. <laughs> saying anything bad about Patrick Reed. How about the course record when I show up to the course? Boo, boo. Uh, as uh, the I only course record holder on this podcast. I don't, I don't know that you can claim that. I can claim it. I shot it, and I won. I don't know. Noah, okay. So, Noah, if the, if the course record, the of this. If the course record of this. from the white tees yep. was a 30 and I shot a 29, do I hold the course record for that course? What tees did you play? I played the white tees. And the white tee course record was a 30 and you beat it by one? Yes. Was it an eighteen-hole course or no? No, it was a nine. It was a nine-hole match. So it, was, it was. It was a. It was a nine-hole league round. Yeah, just for the yellow course at Cattail, I shot twenty-nine. Sure. Yeah, I'll. I'll give you that. You can have a nine-hole course record. Yeah, I'll take. I'll take my nine-hole course record. And I'll <laughs> Honestly, it's still a life <laughs> goal mine to have a course record. I think, I think that I would think be that's so fair. cool. That's that, that was that was an amazing. Just straight up, that was an amazing round. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. Yeah, so a uh, right, scary thing, having a four-footer for birdie on the ninth hole to shoot 29. Ooh, yeah, yeah. that's a combination. A when you've got a lot of alcohol in your system. A too. lot. No, I, I actually I that did makes not better, drink actually. that night because Cartman came on seven. And yep. she like, the drink, I'm like, no, I'm playing really well right you now. Nailed, you nailed the conversation. Have drink. <laughs> and so I didn't drink. And then I get into the clubhouse and people are like, what would you shoot? And I'm like, oh, I shot 29. And then, and then you drank. And then, you know, I had to have someone come give me a The floodgates opened. You know, people are like, oh, you shot 29. Usually if you make a hole in one, you got to buy drinks for everyone else. Apparently, if you shoot a course record, everyone buys drinks for you. I believe it. I would. What were you going to say, Noah? I was going to say, picture this scenario. This is a frightening scenario. You just got to a new course with the boys. You're excited. You hop on the cart. And there's that split second where you step on the gas and the cart lurches forward. And you can't really remember if you strapped your clubs on the back. That's it's like yes. a half a second. Yes. That's a it's good like, one. Well, there's no, there's no going back. It's either, either flew off or I, or I secured them in. Yeah. That's a good one. I, it's not even a new course. It's just any course. Like yeah. anytime you show up like, and you're not sure if you strapped them. And it, I feel like it, it happens me. mostly. Yeah. I feel like it happens at like new courses. You're just like excited to be there. And you're like, it, Oh yeah. Shoot, it hit I, me uh, this year. It was like two weeks after I got my new putter, my customized putter. And I'm playing over at the country club in town, subbing for Matt, uh, men's league. And I hit my first tee shot. I was a little late. So I walk up to the tee 
I tried to strap my bag in, but like the strap was bent, so it wouldn't go through. Mm-hmm. So I just left it. And so I hit my tee shot, put my clothes back in my bag, hop in the cart, and we go. Well, the strap's not fully strapped in, so strap comes off going down the hill. My bag falls out. Mm. My brand, my brand oh. new custom putter scuff. <laughs> yeah, that's just... It could have been worse, honestly. It, been it, it, doesn't, worse. it doesn't look that bad, but yeah, that's tough. That's a, that's a really good one. Um, how about uh, you're just on like an exposed green or tee box. You hear four in the distance, but don't yeah. know where it came from. Yep, yep. The duck and just start running in some direction. Yeah. Yeah, you just you throw your head between your hands and you just hope to God the ball's not hitting you. Yeah. Um, this one, any golf course or any hole with a road nearby. Because <laughs> one, in case you slice <laughs> it or hook it and you nail a car. Two, uh, in the odd case that you're mid-backswing and a car just drives up behind you and honks in your backswing. That has happened to me in a tournament before. Not fun. Or uh, it's like a, a blind tee shot or like there's a blind landing area and you think you're good and so you hit and then as soon as the ball's in the air, then the pe- like their, their cart or their head's going <laughs> to yeah, pop over good. the slope and you realize it's heading right for them. Yeah, yeah. I feel He's no like, Please be the wrong distance. Yeah. Should have been standing there. <laughs> be the wrong club today. <laughs> Should have been standing there. <laughs> All right. If, uh, you, you, yeah, go for it. You, uh, you just got a new, like, golf shirt, right? This, and then you put together a golf outfit. You can wear whatever you want to golf courses these days. Really, it doesn't matter. Put another fit that you like. And you get to the course and all your buddies just start roasting you because I think your fit looks stupid. That's never happened to me. I don't know what that feels like. (laughs) I mean, I I see why you feel that because I've seen your your sky out on the course. It's it's incredible. It's elite. Some would say elite. Shoes that used to be white that are now brown. A ridiculous pair of socks. Who knows what? It's It's called weathered. Who knows what for shorts and shirt and then some weird like backwards hat. That's probably brown. Probably pretty cool. Uh, how about this one? White shorts or pants? Uh, for any reason, like if the guy you're playing against is wearing white shorts or pants, like this guy's probably a stick. If you're wearing white shorts or pants, well, I hope I don't shit myself. I hope I don't spill on them. Like well, gotta let's be just say- I got to be careful with this hot dog at the turn. I don't want to get ketchup on my white shorts. Yeah. Fair. How about how about you? You're starving at the turn, and they're out of hot dogs. Salted nut roll. That's dip, so sad. It yeah. would be so sad. I don't. Um, I can't even imagine. Salted nut that. roll. So Dude, I have tough. a pair of white pants. I've probably worn them golfing like three times. because like, it's you know I I want to keep them like looking good. So it's for like special occasions. Yeah. I'd never have a a round that I think is a special enough occasion to wear my white pants. I bought. <laughs> I got a pair of white shorts last winter. Have not even taken the tags off of them. I don't think I wore my white shorts once this whole summer. No, that's a good reminder. I got to wear my white pants in an event. All right, here, here, here's one that happens to be way too much in tournaments. You like hit a ball and it's close to either a hazard line or an OB line, right? And you go up, you're walking up the hole and you see your ball like on the line. And just that, like, once you see your ball so as you're walking up, like, and you're, you're just having this conversation in your head, like, it's, 
It's got to be in. Oh, what if it's out? No, it's got to be in. Got to be in. Ooh, how about this? So nervous. You are playing with someone in a tournament, and you know they're being shady, and you have to call them out because they're like, they either oh, yeah, yeah. they either gave you a wrong score, or they they did a wrong drop, or they did something that's wrong, and you have to call them out. But like the feeling of like, I don't want to be that guy, but also like. He, don't want to nap. He, saying. he messed it up. Yeah, like that's yeah. like you know, like if you're in a tournament, the rules are kind of the rules. But yeah, how about uh, you know, knowing exactly where your ball went, but not being able to find your ball, whether mm-hmm. like if it's in the middle of an open area or if it's like a hole right next to the driving range, and your yeah. ball just goes uh, in the driving range, just like not about, being able to find your ball. Yeah, like if, if you're, yeah, if you're in an event. And it's been, it's been a couple minutes and you still haven't found it. And then your heart, you know, yeah. starts pounding. A like bit. when I snap, I got to find this ball range at heart ranch. Yeah. In a, in a C the one course in the state that yes. uses white range balls. Yeah. And, and talk about first tee is our first tee of the two man. I think 21 last 21 summer. at heart ranch. Yeah. Literally a 75 yard hook. That was one of the biggest hooks I have ever seen anyone hit that you yeah. on the first into the tee. driving range, white balls, into like almost the left side of the driving range. It was yeah, so we're, we're driving through as people are warming up, picking up balls and looking at them, trying to find the one Pro V1 in there. Oh, man. Finally found it. That's and then I ended stuff. up hitting a pretty good shot. That's good stuff. Um, all yeah, right. Do you get Chargers down 10 0 at halftime? Ooh, yikes. You guys got any more? No, it's muted. I was just saying the Chargers need to need to rally up. They, yeah, they, they, do. they need to rally. Let's go. Let's you guys go got any, anything else for spooky season? I believe that's the end of my list. All right, so then we'll close it out. With uh, how about this? the random oh, the okay. random guy that's doing a push up over the cup? Oh no! Are you talking about Caleb when he went two yeah. under? <laughs> when he went two under, it was a good, was a good shot. That's a le- <laughs> legendary story. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, I've got – so currently in the world of golf, who – like, so if you're in – like, so say you're in the Masters or some major and you're at the top of the leaderboard, who would be the scariest name to see on the leaderboard that's making a charge, like in 2023? I have thought about this before, actually. And I think JT, kind of a hot take, but – I would be scared of Justin Thomas when he's on. I don't know why. I, well, I mean, he, but he's one of the best players in the world. It's but not he, like, for some reason, he seems like he could just boom, 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 really rally really hard. Yeah, I've got, I've got an answer. I want to hear, I want to hear Jang's answer. But I JT, was, that's a good one. He of somebody, if this person is in my group, a hundred percent doesn't matter what year it is. It's still Tiger Woods. Like if he is close and he is charging, I do not want to have Tiger Woods in my group. Someone not in my group, I'm going Rory McIlroy. All right. Um, I'm gonna say Cam Smith. Because so like imagine like he's no like the Masters. He'll be in the Masters. Maybe. Um, he'll definitely be in the Open. I think. Anyway, so if you're at the top of the leaderboard and he's like maybe not in your group, he's a couple groups ahead making a big charge. Like he probably, there's not going to be a lot of roars because he probably has some haters now, 
but um, he's just one of those guys that he does not give one. Like he, he'll, he can honestly go and make 12 birdies on you. You know, like he's, he's just relentless. So I, I think right now in the world, like if, if I see, if I'm leading, but I see Cam Smith is making a huge move. I'm like, Oh yeah. And if he, if he starts making putts, like it's game. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Uh, that just, would, that, uh, that'd be my answer for that. On this topic, I'm going to add to my list sleeping on any sort of lead. Any day, oh, any tournament, yeah. any lead. Yeah. Unless it's, unless it's like nine shots. Or it's like that'd the Cattail Club champion. That'd be even scary. Exactly. You choke away a nine shot lead. Like if, if Nick's. Or you can, or you can extend club, it. You can extend it to 17 shots. If Nick's got the lead in the Cattail Club and I'm not in the field for whatever reason, he's. He's got no nerves sleeping on that lead. Uh, I don't have any nerves if you're in the. I don't have any nerves if you are in the field. You should. What if I just all of a sudden fire off that twenty nine? Jenks, you're on my list of least scared of. If I see you rallying up the leaderboard, I would be scared of me. When I get hot, I get hot. All right. Anything else from you guys? Any any other uh, any other points you want to make before we sign it off? Uh, at one point, I, you know, going back to uh, uh, Noah, my student that listens, he uh, he had a nice comment of, you know, he likes the ongoing joke of us not being able to know how to finish the show. I'm surprised he gets so, that far. Well, but, I'm uh, surprised he thinks we don't know how to finish the show. I feel like we do a great job. I, I said it's planned that we just like we keep saying random things, but no, we, his, he had a suggestion. We're from the Midwest. This is how we say goodbye. His uh, his suggestion was for the closing. It should be stay on the bogey train to stay off the bogey train. Wait. So does he want to be on the bogey train though? No. You stay on the bogey train. This bogey train to stay yep, off in order to be a bogey train because he's on the bogey train. So if he wants to get off the bogey train, which he's on, he needs to stay on. <laughs> Because when you're on the bogey train, it helps you get off the bogey train. But if you want, to, if you're there, you must be off the the bogey train. Either way, I just got order, stuck in a bogey train. I just got stuck in a bogey train. Stuck in a bogey.